Hello once again and welcome to I Wonder. This week was everything Kelly, but this question comes from a different Kelly, a Kelly on Facebook and a Kelly with a Y. Uh, and she asked, where do you get your images from? And could you answer in one of your I Wonder episodes? Well, I'm happy to do that. So here we go. When you start making traditional collage, you'll find that you start looking at your surroundings differently. You see possibility in things you might have discarded before. And uh, before we get any further, let me make a small distinction. Of course, when we talk of images without specifying, we could be referring to physical images or just digital ones that you would utilize in a digital collage, for instance, I don't make digital collage. You probably know that. So there might be additional sources of imagery that I am not aware of. So disclaimer, this is not the end all. These are just a few suggestions. And for the purpose of this episode, I am referring at all times to physical printed materials, the kind that you actually cut and paste. So let's go back to what we were saying before. I would start with the obvious. Anything that is made out of paper, cardstock, even fabric, can be used on a collage. As long as it can be glued down, you can use it. That includes, in no particular order, receipts, flyers, pages from catalogs, playing cards, fabric samples, wallpaper samples, wrappers, or any other kind of flat packaging. In addition, I personally take a lot of photographs. This is my personal experience and method. I often take snapshots of surfaces with a color that grabs my attention, for instance, or maybe it's a leaf or a flower, or anything with a repetitive pattern. I really like to use multiples. I also use quite a lot of old photos from family albums, but I do it in a way that is not blatant. I rarely use a whole photograph as it appears on the album, rather a corner of it or just a section with interesting lines, for instance. I do the same when I use found images in old magazines and or books, I use fragments and I always recontextualize the picture that I choose. I am not fond of cutting old books in general, I have to confess, but uh, my way around it is to make reproductions and then I can work with those without feeling bad about it. It is true that I have used actual pages of books that were in such a derelict state that they could no longer be used as a book is intended to be used. Someone else got to it first and maybe they have large portions missing or the covers, for instance, so then I will cut it up. Otherwise, if the book is in good shape and it's an old book and it's a rare book particularly, I would never say go ahead and deface and cut out a rare book. I like to preserve the integrity of 
old books in general. It's just a personal preference. A lot of people don't do that. They just go ahead and cut and they give no thought to it. It's it's fine with them. And, you know, I can't criticize that. It's just another way of making collage. But um, if you feel as I do, perhaps look for magazines that fit your style, that are bit more contemporary perhaps you know each decade has its own look and its own characteristics and you will find out in time which ones fit your style best if you're looking for specific images that might take a little bit more work more searching i don't make collages like that i kind of let them happen and come to the surface on their own for the most part but if that's your thing, if you're, you know, work, if you work in a very premeditated way and you plan a lot, there are many sites that offer free images that you can use. And when I say free, well, some are there for a small fee and then some are there already in the public domain. So, you know, in which case you can go ahead and use them to play around with. Depending on how much and how often you make collage, you should consider signing up for one of these platforms. Do your research first. There are differences and some will suit you better than others because they tend to specialize in a type of image, say typographic or portraits or animals or engravings or whatever. Some of the most used platforms, again in no particular order, are Adobe Stock, Shutterstock, and Pixabay. Again, check them out before you commit or pay for a service. Some other popular ones are the Flickr Commons and Unsplash. And I think that right there, you would be able to find just about anything you could hope for with a combination of those platforms. I also like Dover Publications, which are very, very affordable. They publish many books and CDs full of public domain art. And as I said, they're very inexpensive, good quality images with no issues regarding licensing agreements. I think that the process of finding just the right image for a project can be a lot of fun. Sometimes it can drive you nuts too. but. You know, that's part of the fun. Whether you're actively searching or just open to surprises, it's a great feeling when images come together and you're presented with an idea that really gels in reality. There's nothing like it. So, Kelly, I hope that this is a good starting point for you if you are looking to start making collages or you're looking to start a practice that centers around collage, I would add, don't settle for the first thing you find. Behind the most simple collage, there is a thought process that allowed it to come alive on the studio table. And simple things are often deceiving in their simplicity. With time and practice, you'll find your own language and the level of experimentation you're comfortable with. Keep going. Take care, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.